Hello and welcome to the Cat Master Chronicles. We have exciting, interesting and powerful stories from cat owners about well-being. I'm your host, Michelle Adams, the founder of Chatty Cats Care, a professional cat sitting company. Join me as I dive deep into conversation with cat owners about their individual journeys. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. This episode is brought to you by Chatty Cats Care, London's professional cat sitting company. Hello and welcome to the Cat Master Chronicles episode 14. This week we are joined by Tina Pensinger. She writes The Golden Med Girl, a fashion style and sustainability blog about how we can shop more ethically and sustainably. Tina is the deputy manager of Oxfam in Kingston and has found some amazing pieces which she had shared in her blog. She's also a huge animal lover and one of our lovely cat sitters at Chatty Cats Care, covering Kingston and surrounding areas. Tina has a great deal of experience with animals such as cats, dogs and even chickens, which she has <laughs> had pets um, back in her family home in Croatia. So we are thrilled to have Tina on today and I'm excited about our conversation. So thank you so much for joining us today, Tina. Could you tell us a bit more about yourself, please? Thank you, Michelle, for having me. Uh, It was a surprise when you invited me, so uh, (laughs) I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, A little bit about myself. Yeah, uh, I grew up in Croatia, uh, lived there for most of my life uh but um in the last year that i was living there i started my uh styling business uh which didn't well uh, went very well uh because uh, i think um it's not very well recognized personal stylist and uh, that kind of uh, work in Croatia. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so I was researching where to go or <laughs> what to do mm-hmm. with that because fashion is my passion, actually. It's, uh, I, I was thinking, what is my passion? It is definitely fashion. <laughs> and then I decided to come to London because I think London is fashion mecca and uh, I can try to do uh, something in fashion here. So um, almost two years ago, I I came here and uh, I did some au pair uh, work uh, with the Croatian English family and um, had some weekends off. So I decided to uh, find uh, another job. So that's how I ended up with the Dog Hotel in Isher. (laughs) And uh, after that, I started volunteering with Oxfam. Because I, I wanted to do some volunteering work. Um, and one of my f- nice and very good friends uh, that I met here mm-hmm. uh, suggested Oxfam. And I found a beautiful shop in Kingston. And um, after a few months uh, of volunteering there, they offered me a job. So that's how I uh, ended up working with them. After lockdown, um, Oxfam decided to reopen the shops and they needed somebody for a full uh, time. And now I'm working at Oxfam full time uh, because I'm not uh, with the family anymore. 
Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, I'm living uh, on my own. Um, and actually, to tell you the truth, I really enjoy this life um, because I have two days off, and uh, on those days off, I work on my blog. Uh, I do all my other hobbies or passions that I have. Uh, I, I go to London, I uh, meet friends, I uh, walk dogs in general. Uh, yeah. Cats are, uh, yeah, uh, cats are maybe less demanding than dogs. So mm -hmm. people are asking me to walk dogs more than uh, look for uh, cat sitting. Yeah. But maybe you know that too. Yes, definitely. So that's, that's, uh, about me I don't know what uh, what else could I say yeah amazing um, and it sounds like a perfect job as well and it sounds like you're really having fun and Oxfam is great I mean I've been going there since I was a child <laughs> I love it I love it just feels like Aladdin's cave you know you go <laughs> yeah you don't, you don't know what you're going to get you just go in like completely unexpected sometimes sometimes you have an idea of what you want but then you find something else and it's amazing I always exactly. come up with like a bag full of things um. <laughs> yeah me too me too and yeah. I, I really uh, love that um uh brick lane in Shoreditch you know that secondhand uh street that I I, I always go to because I ah, love yes. secondhand and vintage uh stores because we don't have it in Croatia actually ah, okay and uh definitely not Oxfam type uh, of charity uh, or yeah. thing like that because Oxfam is more all the shops all the Oxfam shops are more like I can say high-end street charity shop because yes. we have we have really good stuff yes definitely uh, that that's uh, coming in and uh, very good donations so uh, and the prices are really uh, affordable yes. not to say low <laughs> Especially no, they are affordable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, as you said, it's really uh, a cave. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a, when you go inside and you can come every day and you will find something new. And we yeah. have customers like that, you know, they just come and we, we know each other now. So mm -hmm. we talk a little bit, uh, you know, we, we, it, it became like a community. Uh, yeah, or, you know, it's not a coffee shop where you go with a friend or you have a name to meet somebody and sit and talk. But this is something where you come, you go around, you never know who will you meet. Because, yeah, uh, we have different volunteers, different uh, ah, okay. customers and we interact with each other. And it's not a, not, not a big shop like any, I don't know, Zara or uh, yeah. anthropology or whatever. It's it's really nice and cozy and people like to come yeah. uh, almost every day. So that's nice. I'm happy. I'm happy to work there. It's yeah, really that sounds nice. really. It sounds really nice, and it sounds like a nice, like little community that that you have going on there in Kingston. I definitely yeah. need to come and visit sometime. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Please do come. I will. Um, and now you're deputy manager as well, which is fantastic. Yes. So yeah, tell tell us a bit more about that role and, and how it started. So it started after lockdown, did it? Um, actually, started in January. Okay. Uh, yeah, but then, uh, but I was only part time because I was still uh, employed employed um, yeah. as a babysitter. I mean, au pair. Yeah. 
And after lockdown, when uh, I moved to my apartment and uh, I, I finished with the uh, au pairing, <laughs> or how you say it. Yeah, that's um, right. And, and um, you know, lockdown changed people. Uh, their, their, and some people had to shield or had mm. uh, are afraid to go out or elderly people that we had yes. like... Uh, managers or or uh, volunteers so yes. uh, oxfam really is missing people uh, mm. at the moment uh, working people but also volunteers so they offered me um full time role so it's uh, like a manager because our manager uh, is in another shop at the moment okay also in, in kingston but um I'm working there five days a week and my colleague is covering for the other two. Well, it's, it's um, an exciting role. I, but I did manager, man, managerial jobs uh, in mm-hmm. Croatia before. So um, leading people and um, yeah. um, working with people was not a, like a big change for me mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, but, or, uh, or very demanding, but um, our Oxfam uh, shop in Kingston, uh, we call it Kingston Riverside, is really big one. We have a bridal department. Wow. Yeah, yeah. one whole floor is a bridal. That's amazing. Uh, so we ha- yeah, we have more than 200 uh, bridal dresses. Wow. Yeah. Um, and also we have an online shop, so we do it yeah. all from our uh, shops. So everything mm. that is really, um, let's say, designer clothes or valuable stuff, yeah, yeah, uh, we put online, um, oh. and we do it all from our shop. And we also uh, pack it there and uh, send it from there. And so it's it's a lot lot to do. And we have uh, a lot of books. And, and clothes, no, it's not only clothes, you, you know, mm-hmm. so lots of art, uh, lots of things to evaluate. Oh, wow. Um, so what's one of your favorite pieces that you found while, while working at Oxfam? Uh, Stella McCartney uh, flare jeans, um, mm. yeah, from 70s. I mean, 70s inspire, uh, inspired. Yeah. Which is really nice because I like sustainable i like to find sustainable brands in in second hand shops if yeah. you understand what i mean I do. yeah it's uh because um i think shopping and and buying zara or uh, mm. h&m in a second hand shop is also not too sustainable uh, mm. at the end <laughs> yeah and okay. also i i i'm very happy uh with one uh, uh jumper that i found West Highland Woolens. It's oh. from Scotland. Yeah, uh, Scotland, made in Scotland. So it's Scot- Scottish wool, but it's uh, like that, uh, you know, ugly jumpers that they call it. But yeah, it came. It came. It, it returned to to fashion um, this year again. So I'm so happy to yeah. wear it because it's also very warm. Definitely, definitely. Um, I, I went uh, to see and- and Sorry. I have to say another another great find that I have is David Attenborough's uh, book Quest <gasps> in Paradise. That oh. is from ni- 1960. Wow! So, yeah, so I'm just um, starting to read it because I'm very 
great fan of him so mm -hmm. it's it's a great find i have to say definitely i was so happy to find it um so you started your blog um golden girl med um, golden med girl apologies yes can you tell no us problem. a bit more about that blog and when and why you decided to create it yeah um it's golden med girl uh mm -hmm. Most people think med is like medicine or something, but no, it's short <laughs> for Mediterranean uh, because I come from the uh, coast of Croatia, um, Mediterranean. Yes. Uh, I start, started it five years ago because um, I was uh, fed up with my <laughs> hotel uh, and um, um, tourism works, work that I did and I just... I just said to myself, you have to find something that you like, that you want to do every day, that you don't need to go to work and come back from uh, and then do what you like. You, you, and then I found, found out that fashion is my passion, is my thing. And I um, decided to uh, write about it because yeah. writing is also something that I like. And it's something that I, um, it's, how you say, uh, all these uh, uh, photos that you see on my blog, that yeah. they're like kind of editorial to me. I enter uh, into a role, like a, a, an actor enters a role when they're yeah. filming a film. And I feel um, differently. I, 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 I'm just into it and I don't uh, see the reality that we are in it in uh, now. So for me, it's like um, uh, getting out of me all those persons that I have inside me, if yeah. uh, that makes sense. Like your alter and ego. Yeah, yeah, alter ego. Yeah, alter egos. That's it. <laughs> alter yeah, yeah, egos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I started uh, so five years ago, and um, I wanted to also make an online uh, styling course and all mm. these things. But then uh, it just evolved into styling business. When I came here, and I was so excited about fashion. Yeah, I entered Selfridges and Harrods and all uh, Oxford Street and Bond Street and all these shopping streets, and uh, it made me sad and uh, not happy as I thought it will be. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, because I was also, I was also very um, concerned about animals, about the planet, mm. about or already in Croatia, but. Mm -hmm. um, but then here, when I saw all these people buying this uh, polyester and plastics mm. and, and, you know, and even leather and uh, I, I, ju I just thought, no, this is not, this is not my passion. This, I don't want to do this. And yeah. uh, for months I was looking for something. What can I do? What, how can I combine my uh, love to, for nature and for fashion? And then I found out about sustainability and sustainable fashion because we need to um, save our planet. Yeah. I think it's, it's um, an emergency. 
A hundred percent. It's a big emergency and, and people need to start taking action now. And I think people are becoming more conscious about like fast fashion and where their clothes are coming from. And you're not the only person, you know, I think a lot of us are newbies because I didn't really think about it that much either until I started to really yeah. educate myself um, and understand a bit more about fashion um, because I was, I've been a lover of fashion for a very long time as well. I worked as a, a fashion stylist um assistant in Selfridges and Harvey Nichols um previously mm. um and I there loved, you go yeah yeah but um I always had loved um charity shops as well um and I loved the fact that you could kind of recycle fashion and they sometimes there's this quote um one man's rubbish is another man's treasure and I also yeah. feel like that so I I take some of my um pre-loved clothes and donate them as well um I try to give them to charities that I kind of feel like a personal affiliation to um because I yes. want to kind of like raise money for for those particular charities um or if not, if if I do have some pieces and I've got some time, um, I have an eBay account. So um, I've sold some things on eBay previously, uh, things that yeah. I haven't worn. But it's just surprising how much, you know, clothes, clothing you can actually amount to because sometimes I look at all of my clothes and my boyfriend he doesn't understand like I've literally got sometimes I had before I've just done a clear out I had like just cleared out three or four big bags of clothes yeah you're better than me you're better than me (laughs) I I just uh, take few pieces uh, now and then you know and then and it's easier for me because I take it to Oxfam and I know if it's if it's possible to sell then I put it on out to sell if it's not then I just uh, put it in in a we call it black bin that's a bag black bag that goes to uh, waste saver and uh, they recycle it but you know it's not easy because it you know clothes is a type of uh, expression you know Mm. we are not all uh, painters or musicians or you know but we are all having this creativity inside of us that's my opinion no it's true yeah and we we just um um we are finding the way how to um, get it out and to express ourselves. And Mm -hmm. for me, getting dressed every day and um, uh, thinking of my uh, new blog post and and the new photo shoots that I'm going to make, uh, it just just lifts my mood, you know? Mm -hmm. It's um, it's, uh, amazing... um, um happy pill <laughs> for me yeah so i'm very yeah i'm very into it so um to have all these clothes in your wardrobe is is a treasure for me Definitely. if you look uh, zara or uh, i i don't know i'm just going to zara because i know lots of people are going there i'm, I'm mentioning it all the time but i um I had few items of Zara, but they're all like I can use them only as rags now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're they're destroyed after two washes. So mm-hmm. um yeah, that's my experience. 
Definitely. No, I agree with you. Um, even like you mentioned earlier, even when I shop in, you know, secondhand shops, I do look for the quality as well. I'm not just picking up something because it's a bargain because it's cheap. Yeah. And I'm looking for things that I know will last and that I can keep and, and wear for a very long yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm a bit intrigued um, because I was browsing your blog and I absolutely loved the content, by the way. It looks really professional and, and I really I really liked it. I was impressed. Um, but I was taken you. back. You're welcome. I was taken back by the, the Harper's Bazaar photo and the, the dress that you're oh. <laughs> wearing in the photos. Um, it, yeah. it looks beautiful. Um, can you tell us a bit more about that? Oh yeah, yeah. I um, buy uh, magazines uh, occasionally. I don't. Mm. I don't like. I don't like to spend too much uh, money on on uh, magazines. But it's just um, you know regarding uh, environment and recycling and everything. Mm-hmm. But again, everything you have online. But sometimes I just can't resist. And this uh, Marion Cotillard uh, that I really like. Uh, as an actress, but also as a person, uh, at least what is <laughs> presented to us mm. in, in media. Uh, she's also an uh, environmentalist and uh, Greenpeace uh, ambassador and uh, all these things. So, And when I saw the dress and, and um, the cover, I just said, I have to buy this. It's, it's amazing. I have to have it. Because I keep all my uh, fashion books and fashion magazines. Uh, I, I, just, I just love to go through them. I, I get lots of ideas from there and uh, interviews are fine. And, so. and uh, the next day um, in Oxfam, we needed to clear uh, some uh, wedding dresses and dress up dresses out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going through them and, uh, okay, this one is to go away and, and this one's to throw away and this one and then I, I've seen this blue one that I really really liked and I said oh my god this one's so nice I have to take it home and try it <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even uh, at that point I didn't even um, think of that uh, Harper Bazaar's uh, cover okay and then I, I yeah no I just I just I don't know maybe it's just something uh subconsciously you know that I had it yeah (laughs) in my my head and uh, when I tried it uh at home and when I it was like oh my god it's the same dress (laughs) and I look in the magazine inside the magazine this dress is uh almost eight thousand uh pounds (laughs) yeah that Chanel dress Oh. And uh, I got mine for, I don't know how, uh, maybe 10 pounds. Oh, amazing. Yeah, because uh, it's Frank Usher uh, and it was supposed to go to the waste savior. Uh, and they will, uh, so what Oxfam does, they, in, in our uh, waste saver storages, they, uh, there are lots of volunteers there also who sort clothes that comes there uh, too and they um, there are many fashion students or volunteers that upcycle those clothes okay so they, uh, re- repair it uh, or um, make something uh, new uh, out of few items and then they also sells it on festivals like uh, Glastonbury or download mm. festival or things like that and if there are also 
clothes that are not possible to have cycle that are really really bad then yeah. um, they become car seats <laughs> wow. so it's, yeah so it's really not every single uh, um, not any single clothes uh, or piece of uh, 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 textile is going to landfill from Oxfam. Oh, that's so amazing. That's, I never knew. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Really good to that's, hear that. Yeah, that's a great thing. And I'm not sure, I'm not uh, uh, informed how the other uh, charities do, but yeah. uh, this is how we do it. How we're okay. doing. And, yeah, and it's a good, it's a good thing because Definitely. it's sustainable. And, um, and not only um, when you buy in charity, uh, that you get a bargain and you get good clothes and it's a, but you also help uh, the cause. So mm -hmm. whatever cause you like, um, just go and shop there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's how the, the idea about my uh, latest uh, blog post came with the um, Chanel and Frank Asher dress. I hope you like it. I do. And I hope, um, yeah, I definitely want to post it on the page as well so that our listeners can, um, can see what we're talking about because oh, yeah, I yeah, saw no it problem. and it just, it looks like, it looks like a cover photo. Like it looks like a Harper's Bazaar photo. And I thought, wow, are you actually on the cover <laughs> of the magazine? Like that's how it looks. It looks yeah. brilliant. So, um, thank you. Yeah, really impressed with that. Um, and such a good find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I forgot to tell that uh, before, yeah. but yeah. I, and, I, and I didn't put it inside the wardrobe. I, I'm just keeping it uh, uh, hanged uh, next to my mirror because I just like to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's really amazing dress, yeah. It is. I don't know if I'm uh, ever uh, going to have a chance to wear it somewhere, but uh, I'll find, I'll find uh, <laughs> some clothes <laughs> to yeah, go out course. with her. Of course, of course. I think it was meant to be, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were meant to find the dress. Um, so, for example, if some of our listeners, they, they might not have close access to a charity shop, do you have any advice about any alternatives um, where they can donate clothes? Like, what are some of the sustainable options they can take? Yeah, uh, I was thinking about that because uh, there are really people that um, don't go out at the moment, but also yeah. they don't have uh, charity shops around them. Um, um, there is a possibility to send it, for example, to send it per post um, to us, but also there are other options. Yeah. You can always um, sell it online. You have, uh, I don't know, Depop, uh, eBay that you mentioned, Etsy, Thrift Plus. Uh, there are lots of, uh, they all also have um, mobile apps. So it's easier. You photograph it with your phone and just upload it and sell it. Uh, or even uh, rent it, which is uh, one of the new things uh, uh, recently. Um, you okay. have her. Yeah, in in U US you have saved my um, no, it's called rent a rent a wardrobe. No, rent a runway. Um, here you have uh, her save my wardrobe or by rotation. 
um it's actually by rotation it's uh, my favorite uh i haven't started renting there yet uh but i will soon because i have to f- make some photos of the things that i have yeah but it's a, a very good thing it's peer-to-peer um renting so okay. uh, you just yeah you just upload the photo so they don't have like um a storage where they keep all the clothes like yeah. other like uh who her or whoever i mentioned so it's something that you do directly with, for example, you want to borrow my dress uh, and uh, you just go over there and uh, to the app and you uh, order it and I send it to you. You wear oh. it for the uh, occasion or uh, for a photo shoot or whatever you need, you need it for. And then you bring it back so you can... Um, order it for minimum two or three days or a week uh, it depends and then you pay i don't know the amount so that's also an interesting thing yeah i didn't know about that yeah <laughs> it's it's a good thing because uh you don't have to the person that is renting um you don't have to buy new things yeah. but you have a new new dress on your uh important meeting or I don't know any occasion uh, you could have, but uh, and it's not in your wardrobe. But also the other person that is uh, leasing it, uh, they are um, um, earning money on something that they have paid. I don't know amount of money. So it's it's a good thing, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good thing too. Um, So. You also trained with the Style Academy to become a certified personal stylist and the Cambridge Business uh, Sustainability course. So what sort of things did you learn um, while doing those courses? And are any of those services things that you are offering now at the moment? Yeah, uh, well, that personal uh, styling uh, I did in Croatia already. like say five six years ago yeah yeah and um yeah well um i i don't publicize it very much uh because um maybe i don't have time to Mm. go to go around with the uh private clients uh although you have lots of uh, options here but i would like to uh i would like to much more than in croatia but i would like to um uh, go with somebody and offer them sustainable brands mm. because I, I have uh, uh, with the Cambridge uh, Sustainability Management course uh, I learned I've learned a, a lot. Okay, yeah. It made it made me uh, sad <laughs> and overwhelmed uh, uh, and 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 happy <laughs> at the same time because I'm happy to know all that so I know how to act and uh, where to go from uh, there but uh the thing is we need to act now that's yeah. the, the, mo- the most important thing uh so i did uh, lots of research during the course but also after um and lots of um i found lots of uh, sustainable brands uh, and brands that are uh, responsible and ethical and um um, I just uh, have to mention uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, accessory uh, brands, Lost in Samsara. Uh, mm-hmm. They they um, make so people artisans from Cambodia. They um, 
uh, make backpacks out of cement bags or uh, uh, inner rubber tubes or they collect um, bullet cases and make jewelry like uh, uh, ear um, earrings or, or necklaces and things like oh. that so yeah and uh, it's amazing uh, how they uh, help people art- artisans in uh, Cambodia to earn their uh, salary for their family yeah uh, but also they make uh, things out of the, let's say, trash, uh, r- rubbish, you know, be- because cement bags are, who would think of, yeah. of that or, you know, and where exactly. do they go? And, and, and I wear that back- backpack all the time ah. I, because I'm cycling and uh, I really <laughs> love it. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, I, if, if any of my friends on, or, or colleagues or whoever uh, asked me about uh, personal styling, then I try to offer them uh, sustainable uh, brands. And uh, yeah, that Cambridge, uh, that, that, that sustainability course, it was eye-opening. Mm. <laughs> I have to tell you, uh, Michelle, it's like things that we humans do to animals or to mm. pe- to to each other or mm-hmm. to nature is uh, outrageous and yeah. um, and it just it just breaks your heart you know but yes. um, also it, it it helps you to wake up yeah and to start doing things mm-hmm. so uh, i'm happy uh, to talk about this uh, with you because i i see that you are uh, also going in this way and all your um previous and uh, hopefully future uh, speakers uh, are also that aware of that so yeah i'm happy i'm happy to be here Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, actually, this Wednesday, we have a great episode coming out with uh, a friend of mine called Jane. And um, she's from Ireland. And she um, upcycles jewellery. So she, wow. like everybody, great. was having, you know, a sort out of all of their things um, during the lockdown. She found like handbags that she didn't use anymore, or pieces of uh, material or old pieces of jewellery. And with those handbags, she actually made earrings and different things so um, yeah it's a great episode to listen to it's coming out I will I will (laughs) yeah so you'll find it interesting um yeah yeah, no completely agree with you and I'm I'm happy to have more of these conversations um and I know quite a lot of people who are feel similar as well so um I think it's about time that you know we started to awaken to um you know the possibility that the earth and society isn't going to be sustainable like the way that we're going on um we're ruining we're ruining the world um by how we're living and changes need to be made um exactly so yeah yeah, i'm happy um that a lot of people and you are, are doing so much to to help um and i think you could actually make a really good successful business if you know if you ever wanted to in the future look into um sustainable um personal styling because i'm not sure 
I haven't really heard of of many people that kind of have taken that approach. If I'm honest, most people kind of go to, you know, the big stores, Selfridges and everything like that. But I think now people, like we said, are becoming more conscious. That would be something I think that a lot of people would be interested in and interested in um, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually had a, um, a meeting with the, uh, another um, fellow stylist uh, Nokutula. Her her uh, styling is called Zanel uh, London styling. Okay. London stylist like that, and um, we just uh, decided to not to be competitors. Yeah. But to work together, you know. Good. And uh, so, yeah, and we are trying to uh, approach sustainable brands uh, and to um, cooperate with them so we can offer uh, them to our clients when we um, establish, you know, like a business or a community. It's, it's not easy when you're working five days yeah on something and then to do <laughs> yeah. something side side uh, so it has to be like 100 percent, 150 percent of you in it yes. but yeah uh we are, so we are we are trying to um find out the best way how to uh bring sustainable brands to clients so maybe in future uh we'll have a chat about that <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I would love to. That sounds fantastic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it is. Um, so I know that secondhand September has been and gone now, but are there any challenges that you could give our listeners right now that they can put in action today? Um, just continue uh, secondhand September. <laughs> Yeah. Into October, into <laughs> November, the whole year. I mean, yeah. um, and also um, the thing is, uh, I'm also que- questioning secondhand uh, shopping too, mm. because uh, because when, um, as we spoke before, um, it's not um, it's not sustainable if you buy another uh, polyester or uh, bad uh, material. Uh, piece of clothing uh in in second hand it's it's okay you helped or in a charity yeah you helped uh, you help you have the cause uh you have a new piece but again and that that piece um didn't end up in landfill or wherever or recycles so it, it got a, a second chance <laughs> so somebody else is uh, wearing it so that's a good thing, but for how long? Because that person will again um, have to uh, have to um, either throw it away or recycle it. Or uh, so if it's not a good material, uh, mm. I, I I presume they will just uh, um, throw it away. So um, as I as I was writing in my uh, blog uh, uh, blog post last one, um, older older uh, garments shred more microfibers that when you wash them because they are older and and the fibers are just uh, older and they shred more. So it this all goes into the water, into the ocean, into our drinking water, 
it's killing uh, ocean animals, uh, you know, polluting everything. So it just, we have to think if, if we are buying secondhand, it shouldn't be fast secondhand again, yeah. you know, like yeah. uh, buying, oh, secondhand. So yeah, let's buy as much as we can. Uh, also things that I like and I don't like, but they are cheap. Um, we have to, when shopping, but not also fashion, not also clothes, also food or, you know, or cars or whatever people are buying. Um, we have to ask ourselves, do we need it? Uh, who made it? Did, are they paid uh, um, fairly? Uh, what, what is the material uh, made of? And all these questions. And uh, it makes us stop for a while. And um, at that moment, when I ask like four or five questions, it's not fast fashion anymore. Because then I think, okay, okay, maybe I don't need it. I don't need this. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I, I will just donate uh, money to the <laughs> to the box, and I won't buy anything. Sometimes, so yeah. Um, these are all. Uh, this is something that goes uh, more deeply than just shopping. It's uh, about our uh, lifestyle, you know. Absolutely. It is a lifestyle choice. Um, And I think there needs to be more awareness of it as well. And I think, you know, some people who might have never kind of shopped secondhand, they don't realize like some of the amazing pieces you can find. Like I think sometimes social media, like you mentioned at the beginning, they give you this kind of idea that you need to buy the latest look and you can only buy it from... ASOS or Boohoo or you know one of those kind of online fashion exactly Um, and that's not true and it's not ideal and I always like when my friends you know kind of talk about buying from those places I I always ask them so how long has it lasted you for you know because I've bought (laughs) things from there like previously back in the day and literally I could wear it twice and then like a button has fallen off or the seam has started to to unravel and it's just not worth it at all because it's it's a lot of money as well they're they're expensive even though they're cheaply made it's kind of ridiculous that they charge so much money for something that probably costs like maybe a couple of pounds to make and, and make, who yeah. is actually making these pieces? I actually traveled to India. Um, I was fortunate enough to um, be chosen um, as a part of a British Council program while I was at university. Um, and we did a wow. tour. Yeah, we did a tour around India. Um, and I traveled to a couple of different parts. Um, and one part of India that I went to, um, I visited uh, like a laundry kind of factory um, where Uh they clean clothes and they make clothes. And um, some of the rooms that people were working in, like that trip literally changed my life because I sobbed, I cried. It was very emotional for me. I had no idea. And until you actually see, you know, head on sometimes what people are dealing with and and where you're kind of putting your money, you don't realise. You don't realise people are being exploited in this way and that they're kind of, 
they're not some people are not even getting paid and literally i saw this it was such a tiny room tina and a whole family like oh was living in there and i just couldn't believe it like i when i came home after the trip i looked around my room and i thought wow i'm so fortunate you know i'm so yes. privileged to have this it's just oh uh, so like a part of me always want to you know if if you know my business does take off I do want to give to charity I want to give back I want to help those communities and I definitely want to give a proportion of money into helping the environment and that is the top of my list that's yeah that's wonderful that's great yeah perfect yeah and when you think when you're buying fast fashion clothes you're helping destroying the planet destroying and and you're you're actually helping those people not having a proper home and yeah. that's that's the, that's the most uh that's the thing that made me realize that i should uh think more about it and and stop yeah. uh, shopping too much but it's also again i'm not i'm not a saint uh i i just uh, um I'm still thinking how to reconciliate mm-hmm. uh, my love for fashion and my love for nature and sustainability. So how to work these two together? Because also so there are so many sustainable brands uh, at the moment, but you have to be aware of greenwashing and uh, mm. you, do, you don't know. You, you don't know. Uh, you, and also you can't research every piece <laughs> that you want to buy or yeah. every brand brand that you um encounter and that you like so sometimes um it's hard it's hard um but we can do it yeah. <laughs> we can just uh, yeah slowly slowly yeah. Uh, we can small steps uh and uh, every step matters 100% yeah Definitely. So now moving on to my favorite part of the show, um, cats. So can you tell yeah. us? Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about your experience with cats? I know you have a cat called Freddie who you rescued. Yeah. So yeah, can you tell us uh, the story about that? Oh my God! When you ask me about cats or dogs, <laughs> but cats maybe, it just my smile. Uh, becomes bigger because I, I yeah i just love cats uh, <laughs> I, I i don't know uh there are um, and people i don't like them they don't listen of course they're individuals mm-hmm. they're uh, uh, they have their own life their own mind they're i, I think they're wonderful they uh, are and they're they're great um well in croatia um we all we had uh, a big house we have a big house and and a big garden and uh, i had a great childhood there um uh, we always had uh, animals my father is a big animal lover oh, and my ma- my mother had to do it <laughs> you know <laughs> she always uh, sees it as a big responsibility but uh, which is which is uh, but also he always brought cats uh, and uh, dogs uh, and and chickens as you mentioned oh. and 
we had a big hen and uh, like five or six chickens behind her, you know, like ideal wow. uh, picture that you have those, those yellow little chickens. It's so, so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, um, but that, that was the, the time when we didn't even know about uh, veterinary care or any diseases. Cats uh, would come and go. Uh, they will be. They will. They will have like, or dogs even. They yeah. will have uh, uh, puppies or, or uh, kittens twice a year, and we, we would just uh, spread them around to our friends and neighbors. Or you know, it was just the time that. Um, we didn't know, but also in Croatia, it wasn't uh, known that uh, uh, pets can um, have uh, health issues or, you mm. know, and that you can help them. So it was, uh, we, we grew, with, <laughs> grew up with, uh, with uh, animals, uh, but they came to our lives, but also leave our lives um, uh, quickly, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because a car would hit them or they will uh, they, they, they would fight with each other for the territory or for the female cat or something and then mm. they would come we had a cat called Tom Tomo from the, you know he he looked exactly like Tom and Jerry uh, yeah uh, cartoons exactly <laughs> and he was our favorite one of our favorites uh, but um, he disappeared for a month and we said oh my god probably car hit him my father loved him he went to search for him around with the car and everywhere we he couldn't find him and after and after a month you don't know what happened mm. and uh, he returned all injured, all covered in blood in, in, in injuries. And he just uh, said, Mao, Mao, at, at, at the entrance. And uh, went, uh, I, I, it was Sunday, I remember, because I tried to call the vet that was an hour uh, drive from us. And I said, uh, we have an injured cat, can you help us? But uh, they, they weren't, um, it was like, secretary machine you know Uh, they weren't working and uh, i said okay we'll go tomorrow and tomorrow he died he was just too too unwell but he came home to to die you know exactly after a month he just came home to say yeah i'm here and i want to yeah so um, well he must have felt yeah some kind of affection towards you and your family you know to to yeah back yeah yeah, definitely he was uh, with us since he was he was born (laughs) oh it was like for for six years he was with us so yeah and those kind of things you know and and in croatia even now you have so many uh stray dogs and cats uh in the streets and but there are lots of more awareness there is lots of more awareness about it okay Lo- lots of more um rescue uh organizations okay and, you know people yeah yeah there are really especially in split and in, in where i live used to live and yeah. uh, it's it's really uh coming to people's uh, heads that you can't uh, get a dog or a cat because your child wants it for Christmas yeah. and then and then two months later leave it in the streets so, yeah um, yeah yeah or or um, or just um, 
leave all those stray cats and dogs in the street. Uh, they need to be neutered, you know. And mm-hmm. then the, the, some people think, oh, still in, in, in Croatia, they think, oh, no, you're destroying their natural uh, way of life and everything. But yeah, um, you are helping him, uh, him yes. and them because they, they won't have more and more uh, kittens uh, or puppies uh, going around the street and uh, being killed with a I don't know car or uh, die from from starvation or so yeah well that it's a long way to for Croatia to progress uh, uh, a long way to go but um, they're going forward that's, that's good. good yeah that is good um, so and you have a cat called Freddy. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Freddy, Freddy. Oh yeah, he's like, I don't know, he's a personality. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, his story is uh, almost the same. He almost got killed with uh, from a, a bigger cat uh, because he wanted his mother, uh. and uh, yeah, and he was killing uh, all his uh, brothers. So he 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 killed already two or three. Then. It was uh, near the restaurant that uh, we used to go, and uh, we we knew the waiter, and he he told us the story. Oh, okay. And yeah, this we we didn't know about it. So uh, and this this little black thing came to us. He wasn't bigger than my hand, and um, he was so you know like completely sh- shabby and and. Uh, he was living in the in the in the street, you know. So, mm-hmm. and another tiger. Uh, and the waiter said, "If you take uh, him, I'll take the tiger." And I said, "Yeah, I'll take him because uh, I wanted to save them both, but I couldn't take both. I was living alone in a small apartment." And yeah, and then uh, I took him. <laughs> First, I thought it's it's a girl because he 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 has such a beautiful little face, and I, oh. I thought it's a girl and. Uh, um, and then the vet said, uh, it's him, it's, it's a male and, um, he's fine. Uh, he did, uh, she, she gave him all the medical care and everything. He's fine. And he was living with me in my apartment for a year. Okay. But, yeah, but he was, and it was on the fifth floor. Oh, Michelle, okay. I, w- I was afraid every time when he yeah. jumped on the balcony, uh, or, or, or on the window. I was yeah. so afraid he will jump, not jump, but he will fall down or he, his paw will uh, just uh, miss the, the window yeah. frame or something. But no, he was, he's still climbing every tree. Every no way. Bran- yeah, every little branch. Oh my gosh. One, uh, he's so uh, cautious, but also very... Uh, sportive let's say yeah Yeah. it's it's amazing it's um and uh, uh, my father was not feeling well he actually uh, had a stroke and uh, he was recovering and he and and uh, my mother needed help so freddie and i decided to move back to my father's house which was the best uh thing for him that uh, i did because um somehow he his 
uh, true nature came out and uh, he at the moment he's more out than in the house he, comes okay. he needs to eat he's <laughs> all over we have a big garden but he's just uh, he's very well known in the neighborhood because he goes okay. all around uh, he chases uh, birds uh, <laughs> uh, mice uh, <laughs> you know Aww. lizards everything uh, brings home home things yeah which which my mother doesn't like but yeah <laughs> uh, but but she likes him because i know when she's in the garden uh doing anything you know like around the plants or, or mm. vegetables he's with her and she's Aww. so happy because he's uh always he's not like a cuddly cat you know that he will mm. come and sit in your lap but he's uh, very sociable he he's always where uh, people are so at least a meter away but he's yeah. always there you know yeah so i just um and he's very persuasive you know he when he <laughs> wants to eat he he won't stop and he just and the door <laughs> is closed we don't we don't have uh, that uh, cat flap okay yeah uh, yeah and he just uh, we I call it knocking, but my mother says <laughs> no. He's just a wild animal. He's just uh, his his on oh, his uh, back pose. Yeah. <laughs> he just uh, no. scratches the door, you know, scratching, scratching, scratching. <laughs> like, uh, come on, open the door! I'm hungry. <laughs> I need to eat now. And um, you just have to open the door because it's so annoying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just you can't stand it. That's or, funny. Or he, or he mows, 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 meow, 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 until you open the door. And when he uh, finishes his eating, and he eats a lot, and he's like so thin, because oh, he 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 running. just running around, yeah, yeah. He just needs to. Uh, you just need to open the door, and he's out, uh, <laughs> and that's it. And he's like more out than in in the house. So, well, he sounds uh, happy. Yeah, I think I think he's happy, and I'm happy. I'm happy to be here because I know he's happy there, and yes, uh, my definitely. parents are happy. Yeah, and my sister found the cat um, uh, also very. She was uh, injured and uh, very small and hungry near our home. Uh, maybe uh, six months uh, after Freddie, or maybe okay. a year. Yeah, and uh, we kept her too. Uh, and my sister is not living with my parents either so <laughs> they all they got both of them the cats yeah yeah oh yeah. well but, but she's she's like uh, very um very home she's always inside okay. eating eating sleeping eating sleeping she's oh. very fat <laughs> Less. yeah but they're they're amazing they're amazing pair yeah and it they, sounds like uh, a... they, yeah they actually uh, learn from each other you know, uh, yeah. she saw him. She saw him like banging the door, and then she starts that too to because it. she knows. Okay, mm -hmm. that's the way how I'll get the uh, biscuits. <laughs> so it's really cats are clever. Funny. Yeah, very clever. Uh, yeah, very <laughs> clever. They're very clever. Yeah. <laughs> so is that why you kind of decided that you wanted to become a cat sitter with Chatty Cat Scare? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's one of the things. I, I wanted to do something with animals uh, and especially cats. And uh, that's how I found your um, Facebook page. Yeah. Because I've, I've, I miss them. I miss them yeah. uh, very much. Uh, and uh, I just wanted some cat uh, 
time <laughs> to yeah. have occasionally because Absolutely. you don't you don't see many cats on the streets here you know no so you, you can't um approach cats or 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 all the cats that come from neighboring houses they are just uh, i don't know they're afraid they just come to visit and run away they're not very sociable <laughs> yeah yeah so cat sitting is one of the uh, great ideas to do yeah definitely i have to uh say that um i also discovered um spirituality uh, a few years ago mm. and i see cats I, i i don't i'm not i'm not spiritual uh like religiously but mm-hmm. uh i do med- yoga and meditation yeah, yeah. and um i think and i read lots of books about uh, those things um and i really think that cats are uh, are zen uh, teachers mm-hmm. uh, as one of uh, my favorite uh, spiritual teachers uh, eckhart tolle i don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard about it Power of but now. the power of now uh, yep. he said he said i've lived with five zen masters my, my, uh, how say masters uh-huh. and all of them all of them were cats Ah, <laughs> that's such true such a true story and uh, yes. i i just love them they're so calm and and um uh self aware and mm. uh, they are living in the moment which is one of the things uh that i try to <laughs> do yeah because uh, we all have past is something that is gone future is will will it happen or not you can plan it but it, the plans never work out so we have to live in the moment uh, and uh, take the best of it so i think they are the best examples how to do it when they want to sleep they go and find the best spot and they sleep when they want to eat they want to eat you know it's just and they are not like do- i love dogs and i mm-hmm. uh, do do lots of dog walking and um, but the dogs are more like attached to humans yes that's right they're like come sit eat and they do everything what yeah. you say um i like cats that they don't do that yeah same <laughs> you know they're yeah. completely individual and mm-hmm. that's that's amazing that's the thing of course cuddling with them uh is great uh and uh, i love their looks there i love i when i see any cat even the the cats without fur and you know the the, the ugly cats yeah, I, yeah, i see yeah. i see beauty in them i yeah. just love them they are beautiful they're very yeah. beautiful creatures um yes. and they're so caring as well um in their own little yeah ways. and they're healing you know uh, yes. this this uh, other cat uh really not that much but the other cat uh, her name is grozitsa which is a raisin in english ah. which is yeah which is completely uh, opposite of her appearance because she's like b- really big <laughs> not not that dry um <laughs> so she, she when my father was uh, really bad she was she would just come to him and sit next to him or on to oh. him and just uh, be there and uh, they would just he would just come down and uh, you know he, it, it 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 was really 
satisfying to see them together. Um, mm. it, it, it helped me also to accept the situation, you know, because yeah. um, they, they just accept whatever they have in front of them. So actually we can learn a lot from, from cats. We can so much, yeah. so yeah. much. But listen, it was amazing talking to you, Tina. Um, we gained so much valuable information and I think our listeners will definitely enjoy, um, would have enjoyed listening to this conversation. Um, so if they want to find out a bit more about you, where can they find you online and your blog? Yeah, my blog is goldenmedgirl.com. Okay. And uh, Golden Mad Girl on Instagram, or um, my email is tina at goldenmadgirl.com, um, or just my name, Tina Penzinger. Uh, I don't know what, which Perfect. is easier for them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll attach all of those, um, they will put those in the show notes as well, so people can easily find them. Um, oh, that's amazing, Michelle. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Well, thank you so much again, Tina. And um, I'd definitely love thank to catch you. up again soon. Yeah, thank you. Uh, You're I'm welcome. looking forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.